This is Creepy and Geeky, a part of the Morbidly Beautiful Podcast Network. Welcome to Creepy and Geeky. I'm your host, Robert, and today's episode is part three in my Chucky series, and we'll be talking about Bride of Chucky and Seed of Chucky. Joining me for this episode is Angel Krause. Angel is the host of the Voices from the Mausoleum YouTube channel, where she talks about all kinds of horror stuff, including movies, books, and video games. Welcome back to the show, Angel. Hi, Robert. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, it's always good to have you on. Oh, it's always good to be here. All right. So, yeah, today we are talking some Chucky. Um, specifically, like I said, Bride of Chucky and Seed of Chucky. Um, two of the, like, so the first three obviously revolved around uh, Chucky trying to either possess or kill Andy Barkley. Um, and Bride of Chucky starts a whole new era. And I, and, and it's interesting because um, there are like three distinct, well, now four distinct eras of like Chucky stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you got the first three, and you got these two, Bride and Seed, and they're kind of, you know, um, uh, you a package deal in a lot of ways. Yeah. Curse and cult in the next one. And then you have the TV show era. So, yeah. but what's really awesome is that none of these contradict each other. Uh, they're all in, um, compatibility with each other which is like what makes it really cool and having the same writer and producer on this has been like on all of these movies and in the tv series has made this one of the most cohesive and consistent horror franchises that there there ever it ever has been so yeah and to go this long like i was just talking about this with somebody else because like we technically had a remake but the, the yeah. original just like never stopped, you know, like it's right. just the story for it continued to go on into the now what we have is the series. And it, it's 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 pretty interesting to think about, because I just think when I think about the franchise, like as all the movies and things that I've seen, I don't always think about that. But it is pretty interesting when you look look at when it came because the first one came out in 88 and then you're talking about it's still going in 23. Like, it's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Thirty five. It's like 35 years ago this year since it came out so Crazy. yeah <laughs> yeah well, i know it makes me feel really really old oh um, uh, yeah it can- <laughs> you know i am really old so that makes sense <laughs> yeah chucky chucky came out the year i was born <laughs> or the first child oh. came out the year i was born wow so okay yeah i was 14 so <laughs> <laughs> i was already a teenager when that came out <laughs> oh yeah oh man yeah so you know, so um, I haven't seen any of the Chucky movies in the theaters. Um, I, I and I didn't see most of them. I would say until much later. I'm pretty sure I saw the first one. I know I saw Bride and Seed, um, mm-hmm. not too long after they came out on video. Yeah. Um, everything else, two, three, Curse and Cult were much later. Um, mm-hmm. um but uh, yeah, no, Bride and Seed, um, they're, they are what I feel like it took Chucky to where we know of him more today oh, than yeah. 
yeah than even the first three movies because the first three movies were good um and chucky was definitely you know really good straight out the bat but mm-hmm. it's bride of chucky really that really takes him to that next level um adding in tiffany and just you know and and again what's interesting about it is it's in the post scream era so yeah. you know you get the more you know comedy in it even more mm-hmm. so than there had been before and uh just this extra level of um insaneness uh, that they hadn't that hadn't really been in the franchise before then and you know they, they tried obviously but it feels like definitely with bride and seed they were pushing the envelope a lot more with uh where they wanted to go with it yeah and I, I think it's interesting because like i actually saw the first one you know when i was pretty young because i've been watching scared movies since i was really little and um but the first one that i remember like as a whole experience is actually bride of chucky because i um keeping in mind of course that these movies are not suitable for children um i right. i especially the older one i mean the, the older ones the later ones um but so I saw Bride, Bride of Chucky. I talked to my dad into renting it from like a blockbuster or something for my birthday. Like I had a sleepover with like a bunch of my friends and that was the movie that we watched. <laughs> and that's what I remember about like seeing a Chucky movie for like the first time. I remember getting that movie and like not all of my friends were on board. Like <laughs> like I I was still, you know, being younger and into horror, like it was not very common. And so I remember like, even my best friend, like she remembers this vividly um, for a few reasons, but she was like not a fan of having to watch that movie when we were teenagers. And um, <laughs> it's the first one that I have like an actual memory of the first time I saw it because, and I think I've talked to you about this before, but like I didn't get super super into horror movies until I was substantially older I mean I was in my late 20 or mid to late 20s and so I actually saw one and three and then um eventually went back and saw the second one but and then you know obviously I'd seen Briar Chucky by then and then seeing those and then eventually I saw um Cedar Chucky and then I saw the other two uh Cult and Curse like right around the times that they came out because I was a little bit older um but it was just interesting. We're, like that's really the first memory I have of of a Chucky movie was seeing Bride of Chucky um, at a sleepover <laughs> with friends when we were way too young to be watching. Like, way I think most young. people, yeah, I think most people get to see horror movies way too young. I think we are all uh, like have that experience and just like, yeah, that's not. I'm, uh, you know, is sometimes you're ready for it and sometimes yeah. you're not. Yeah, um, I mean, I think yeah. I think I turned out okay. I guess. <laughs> I don't really, I guess it's debatable, but I think, yeah, it was, so it was funny when we talked about doing this and I was like, oh yeah, Brad Chuggy, that's like the first one I remember actually watching. Cause I didn't become a fan of the original three until I was a little bit older. So. Right. Yeah. 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 I would say, you know, the, this is, you know, I wouldn't even say I became a fan of Chucky until after um, about 2018 when I got heavier into horror and I bought the, yeah. uh, the big Blu-ray collection of all of the movies. Oh, wow. Um, and I watched them all, um, and finally got to see the whole series. And, um, yeah, I, at that point I was just like, yeah, these are really, really fun. Um, and I liked how, like I said before, how cohesive and consistent the, the, the narrative is through throughout the whole thing yeah. that, uh, even if there is maybe an inconsistency here or there, 
it gets addressed later or just gets ignored and 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 not in a way that um makes you have to worry about the consistency not like something like with nightmare on elm street or uh, um, right. halloween or friday the 13th series those are just up wildly all over the place and so yeah uh, well, and you talked about like it coming you know post screen and it i mean mm-hmm. i think bride of chucky is really when it started to get like a little meta like it, it pokes fun at itself you know she yeah. there's comments that she makes where she's like god like you and that knife like you got to get creative and come into the new century like you know like there's these <laughs> yeah. comments about the franchise as a whole and how is it going to work in a newer setting when a possessed doll with a knife may not be scary anymore because all the people that that used to scare are now adults, you know, and, and right. it's just an interesting yeah. kind of commentary on itself and on its own franchise, which is a very meta thing to do. Right, right. Yeah, no, it's it. This, and and introducing uh, introducing Tiffany into the whole mix oh, um, yeah. was just like Jennifer Tilly is so good in the role. Um, and I love what they do going forward with this. And we're going to, we'll get into it more with uh, seed of Chucky, but yeah. um, just everything about this movie is, is, is great, at least in terms of the dolls um, and Jennifer mm-hmm. Tilly uh, yeah. as Tiffany um, beyond that, <laughs> the, the, the rest of the human characters are kind of like, bleh. Um, yeah. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of Catherine Heigl. Um, She's just oh she to me, she just never brings enough um uh, to the table in terms of acting. Um so which yeah. is why I'm not too sad to see her kind of drift away a little bit. Um yeah, because yeah, I think it, her star got her, yeah, her star got like risen up way high because of like Grey's Anatomy and stuff. And I'm just like, she's not that good of an actress. She's okay. She's not terrible, but sure. I just didn't think she had that quality that would propel her to stardom in any way, shape, or form. Um, yeah. and so it's it's funny to see her in 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 these early horror movies like this and um uh, like Valentine. Um, so it's just oh, she's barely in Valentine, but uh, but yeah, it's yeah. just it's interesting to see her in this kind of stuff. Um, because I did watch her. Um. And that was one of the things too, is like, I used to watch uh, that show Roswell uh, that she oh. first gained attention on. Yep. Um, that was a good show. I like that, that was show. A great show. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Jason well, Bear, I, he turned into like, he's been in a few other horror things too since then. And I liked him. Yeah. I liked him a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, um, 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 and I lived in New Mexico at the time, so it was even more Ooh. relevant. So yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was a lot of fun. Um, but I've actually never been to been to Roswell. So <laughs> I lived in Albuquerque. Um, but it's, but yeah, watching this movie and and the other thing in this, John Ritter is so it's so weird to see him in this movie, um, and yeah. to be playing such a like a like a like a jerk the whole time. Like mm-hmm. it would have been, I don't know. I think it would have been more fun to, if he'd had m- more of a different character and had been able to play with it a little bit more. Um, he was just so straight and normal in it that um, it just didn't play to his strengths. Um, yeah. The so, original but, three, it's more like um, the characters are, you get invested in them and they become like, yeah. they're obviously like an equal part of the story. Whereas, 
right. the human characters while they're there for, you know, the important things we need, like driving our dolls around and, yeah. you know, like for the, for a reason that they would be running away or like just the setup for the story, like outside of that, they're really just, they're, they're sidebar things. They're not, you know, you don't really focus a lot or they're not what you walk away from this movie remembering or thinking about. That's for sure. Right. Exactly. No. And, and, and you, you, you bring up a good point that this bride of Chucky was the moment where the franchise shifted away from the humans dealing with Chucky to being mm-hmm. about Chucky. It's all there in the yep. title. The every movie from that point on becomes about Chucky. Yep. Um, it's no longer the child's play franchise. It is the Chucky franchise. And yep. that was smart. That was very smart of them to do. Um, I agree. I don't, I don't know if that was necessarily um, Mancini um, getting the chance to finally do what he wanted to do with the series. Um, even yeah. more so. Um, but um, whatever it was, I'm glad they did it. Um, this was the last one that was not directed by him. Um, first four directed by other people. And then he finally gets to direct the last three. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, you know, it's a, uh, this one, this one's wild. I, I love, I love this one. It's probably my favorite of all of them um, because it's just, you know, this, because it just pushes that narrative forward. Like I said, you know, they, you know, Tiffany resurrects Chucky. Um, Tiffany's his uh, old girlfriend from the past, and we get more of their relationship uh, uh, history in the TV series. So, if anybody hasn't checked that out, definitely check out that, especially the first season. Um, yeah, where it goes into more of their history. Of yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I liked it. I thought, I thought the adding. First of all, I mean, Tiffany is my favorite character from this franchise. I think. <laughs> Every moment that Jennifer Tilly has screen time, whether it's as a doll or as her human self, is iconic. Like my oh, favorite yeah. episodes of the show so far, um, including the new season, have all been episodes that strictly revolve around Tiffany and uh, you know, and her relationship as Jennifer Tilly and that kind of thing. But it's it's just interesting because like it also brings in this really weird um like there's this over romanticizing of like serial killers and death and morbidity and all these things. And it kind of like touches on these in a really weird way. Cause she's got like this guy that she's keeping around and he's like faking that he's killing people for the sake of impressing her. And it's just got like some really interesting things going on. Cause she's not just like this super naive person who thinks like, Oh, he didn't do it. She's like, no, he did it. And I helped and I want to be a part of it. Like it's so wild and so fun. Yeah. No, and that's what makes it a lot of fun is you get this, you get this extra person, this extra foil, like before she becomes a doll, um, you get this whole aspect of it that, you know, is just fantastic. This extra backstory uh, Mm -hmm. to his whole um, story that just makes everything even better. And uh, then she does become the doll and after that, it's just even better. Um, just yeah, no Jennifer Tilly. Adding Jennifer Tilly to this this uh, franchise was the best thing they could have ever done, and uh, yeah, it, it just and that's what makes Bride of Chucky so good. Is like you get you get her in the beginning as human Tiffany, and then you get her at the end as doll Tiffany, and it just works. It it makes sense. It all works together. Um, you know, now he has somebody else to. Um, kill along with and and have all that going on um and it just just adds so much more to it all that and like i said it's now chucky's story it's now 
always about him and the focus is on him and now Tiffany as well, but it's no longer about the, the human um, characters as, as much. So. Yeah. And it's also interesting because like Tiffany is the only person, uh, whether in doll form or human form, that's like not really scared of him. Like there are times where he like makes her uncomfortable, but for the most part, she's like, she argues with him. She threatens him. She tries, you know, like she, she's not like, um, not walking into the situation, this like scared little, like, you know what I mean? Like she just is very outspoken. She tells him how she feels, even when they don't agree, like they argue. And I just think it's, it just made for such a really funny dynamic because, you know, it's, it's such a serious situation to be a serial killer. Right. But then you add this like old married couple, like not really getting like, I don't know. It just, it just added such a like a silly <laughs> note, but it, but like you said, I mean, it works, it works really, really well. Her addition was seamless and the story for her coming into the picture and bringing him back. Like it just, I didn't doubt or question a second of it. Right. Yeah. No. And it's just like, and that's, what's funny about it too, is like you, you could like, especially, you know, this is a series that by this point is like, it's for, for it's the fourth movie in and it, it could have gone, it could have gotten tired. It could have gotten old. Oh yeah. Um, And this could have not have worked, Um, but it just worked so well that, yeah. like I said, even, even the other human characters as boring as they are. And, you know, just kind of like, okay, don't care if they're easily dispatched or not um, that you don't care because everything else going on with Chucky and Tiffany is just so top notch uh, that you just, yeah. it just makes it work. And it re it, it re-energized um, the series in a way. Um, and it's so, it's so funny that they went into seed of Chucky next and seed of Chucky takes such a wild swing with what they do. Um, and, but they actually got less money for Seed of Chucky, even after Bride of Chucky was, you know, I think the biggest hit for the whole franchise. And then they're just like, okay, well, here's only a little bit of money now. So. Oh, that's weird. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So, and like, I think it was like, yeah, they, with the, with Seed of Chucky, like the first four, I think the first one was done with Universal. Um, Mm -hmm. And then the next three were done with um, somebody else. Can't remember. I could be mis misspeaking. But then um, Seed of Chucky was done with another company again, and then Curse and Cult went back to they went back to whatever the um, the company was that did two, three, and four. Yeah. Um, let me look at it real quick because now I want to make sure I'm saying this right. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, I didn't know uh, they got less money for Seed. Maybe, yeah, maybe, and that's what maybe every like as a whole they were just like, okay, this might be too far. <laughs> like maybe and, and, <laughs> yeah, and that's fair. I totally get it. That's totally yeah, fair. it is. It is gets it definitely gets out there. It really, you know, it Brian really and does. Seed definitely set the tone for what becomes the TV show because it's even right. crazier than these movies. Yeah. Uh, let's see. No, it said it at some point. Okay, so the first film was done by MGM, um, okay. and then uh, then Universal got it for two, three, four, and um, um, Person Cult. It's uh, 
seat of Chucky was the only other one to not be done by Universal for some weird reason. They it, it must just be because seat of Chucky was so wild and out there. They were just like, we don't know if this is really going to work. Um, yeah. And it kind of didn't. It didn't work really work for audiences at the time. It's definitely come around um, since then. So, yeah, I'm starting to see more defense for it now than I was. Before. Oh, yeah. Well, and I think it also helps that they've integrated because after that, um, with Curse and Cult, they didn't kind of they, they kind of ignored aspects of what happened in Seed. Um, mm-hmm. And then um, even the first season of um, uh, the Chucky TV series, they mention kind of offhandedly. You know, Chucky mentions that he's got a queer kid, um, but yeah, they talk about. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so. And which is great, you know, but then it's really with this second season that they brought yeah. Glenn and Glinda back. And um, uh, and I'm currently in the middle of watching the second season. So that's why I said <laughs> this season. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah. So they now they've been more fully integrated into everything. And like second season really kind of plays into it. And I'm only about halfway through, but um, really plays into a lot of that kind of wackiness and craziness that was in seat of Chucky. So. Yeah, no, it, it definitely goes back to that and brings it all back up to the surface. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, uh, talking about bride of Chucky, like it's bride of Chucky is, it's kind of hard. Like I don't have as much to talk about it. Um, even though it's probably my favorite of them because it's pretty, Outside of the whole Chucky and Tiffany stuff, there's yeah. not a lot that is original or all that fun and interesting. Like I said before, the the regular characters in the movie are kind of bland and dull to me. Um, they're not they're not exciting at all. What's all exciting is just the Tiffany and Chucky aspects of it, and that's really fun because you know it's it's not just that she goes along with him; she challenges him every step of the way like you said before oh, yeah. you know he needs to come into the 90s and everything that you know he, he's he, instead of using a knife and so the, he uses like a nail gun or something later and uh yeah. you know <laughs> so it's it's that kind of stuff that's more fun that um that she's there to ch- kind of challenge him and to um be that um antagonizing uh force uh somebody that he both hates and loves at the same time. So, so that's what makes it a lot really interesting. That's what makes it a lot, a lot more interesting for me than anything else. But again, that, that doesn't give me a whole lot to talk about either. So. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah. It's more, it's more about discussing the concept and what it did for the franchise. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and there is a lot there. And like I said, I think that the, what, what's best about it is that it, it opens that up and kind of continues to open up the world, gives you, gives you just that little bit of a taste of where they're going to go. Um, yeah. And they, and they go super wild in the next one in seat of Chucky um, almost too far in a way so much so that they end up having to pull it back a little bit uh, for the next ones after that. So. Yeah. Yeah. But. Vita Chucky was uh, comparatively speaking, it it was definitely a big jump in a different direction. 
<laughs> right? Yeah. But I think ultimately in the direction that makes the franchise work best. Um, yeah, I agree. It, it, like, like, I think they went a little farther with it than they did. And I think that's what makes the show, the TV series, better is because it still has that part of it um, without being um, uh, completely super out there, like what, what Cedar Chucky does. It pulls it back just enough to still make it fun and interesting and goofy and weird. Um, without being too far. You know what I mean? Yeah, because, I mean, this gets into, like, weird anatomy things and, like, <laughs> right. this, this discussion of, like, because, you know, like, they're arguing about, you know, whether their kid is a boy or a girl and then with the whole, like, the whole plan, like, the whole, I guess it's, like, the sexual elements in this are some, like, where it's, there's some awkward moments as a viewer where you're just like, we're really yeah. talking about this. We're really doing this right now. Like, you know, like there's that one scene in particular where like Tiffany's got the turkey baster and she's like, right. life is so beautiful or forget, forget what she says, but you're just like, is it? <laughs> I feel, I feel like this <laughs> isn't very beautiful. <laughs> just, yeah. It's awfully gross, but there's just some things <laughs> in this that you're wondering going into a movie about the offspring of two possessed dolls, you're like, is this going to be what I think it is? And then it, it is. It ends up being exactly what you think it is. Oh, man. It just, it goes even farther than you think it is. That's yes. what's fun. That's both yes. fun and funny and weird about it all. And this is, and it's interesting too, because this is the only Chucky movie that's got any nudity in it. Um, you know, most of the R rating in, any of these movies is mostly just the language, the language. and some of the violence. Um, mm -hmm. cause even the violence in them isn't super crazy bad. Right. Um, usually, you know, but this one, the seed of Chucky just kind of it, this is the first one that Don Mancini got to direct. And mm -hmm. I think even without the, um, without the budget that he had, that they'd had on previous installments mm -hmm. that, he was just like, you know what? I'm going to make this the wild. This may be my one and only chance to direct. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make this the wildest thing ever. Um, yep. I'm going to get out every little thing I want to get out <laughs> in there. And, you know, in a lot of ways, it, it honestly really does work. It's weird and kind of off-putting in some ways. But when you look back on it, like I remember when I first saw it. So I rented it from Netflix back when they still did the DVDs, like back before they did streaming. So, yeah. And so this was when uh, my daughter Katrina was three. Okay. When this came out on, on DVD and this is when I watched it. So funny story. I uh, was, uh, my wife was going to bed and I was like, I'm going to stay up. I'm going to watch this movie um, so we can send it back or whatever. And then um Katrina being three, she wanted to sit up because this is what she wanted like all the time. She would never go to bed if anybody else was awake. Mm -hmm. um, and so she sat up and watched the movie with me um, because I'm a bad parent and I let her watch it um, <laughs> <laughs> because I was a kid and I watched horror movies and I didn't turn out bad. So, you know, right. debatable, exactly. but whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, no. So she she sat up and watched it. Um, a couple of weeks later, we were at Walmart and we were like, 
okay, kids, you know, go. We, we were in the movie section. We're like, you guys can pick out one DVD each. And she picked out Seed of Chucky. And I bought it for her. And so she would watch that thing all the time. She loved that movie as a little kid. Yes, I am a horrible parent, <laughs> um, but she loved it. Um, it didn't scar her any. She she didn't even remember it really. Uh, later on, yeah. uh, she she ended up not liking horror for a good portion. Um, and uh, you know, she kind of goes into the story of that um, in our um, recent uh, Saw episode. And so uh, the uh, and so she. Um, she later on got into um, horror again, but you know, there was a good time there between her love of seed of Chucky. And then in her like middle school teen years that uh, she just hated horror. She was afraid of it. Um, but yeah. so S- seed of Chucky is just so funny uh, to me because it holds that weird place of being my daughter's first, like horror love. Um, and I liked it at the time. Um, I, I didn't love it. I thought it was weird. And like I said, like off putting and everything like that, it was way too campy in a way that at the time I wasn't super into. Um, yeah. But having rewatched it over the course of the last couple of years, um, I, I've, I've enjoyed it more. Um, I love a good meta uh, narrative. Um, mm-hmm. So um, having Jennifer Tilly actually playing herself and playing Tiffany in this was just like it was so good it was so funny and like everything that she was so good at in bride of chucky um coming into seed of chucky she was even better um so yeah this was I, fantastic it had been like so long since i had seen this i actually re-watched it um you know just to get ready to talk about it and um right. I, re- I mean, I remembered most of it. It's it's not, I feel like it's not a movie if you've seen as an adult that you're just going to easily forget. Um, right. Because there's just so much insanity going on. But yeah, it's, <laughs> right. it's, and then because I have seen the show and I'm caught up on the show, I was, I had forgotten a few things. Like I'd forgotten about the, the one of the things I was, I couldn't remember when we meet Glenn and Glenda in the show was, I was like, why are there two? Like I didn't remember that detail um, right. until I rewatched, um, you know, Cedar Chucky to get ready for this conversation. But yeah, it, it's interesting because it's um, Jennifer Tilly is herself. Redman is himself. And this weird, like, they're like, oh, we're going to, because Tiffany's like a huge fan of Jennifer Tilly's. Right. So she's like, oh, she's like, I get to be Jennifer Tilly. And there's like that one scene. I thought this was so funny where they're on the phone with um, Joan or Joanne or whatever her name is, the like, assistant or whatever the assistant yeah yeah and there and she's like she's like you said that and she's like no i didn't but it's because <laughs> right. tiffany is also on the phone and it just creates this like super chaotic but kind of fun silly over the top scene that you know i just i don't know i thought this one was really fun it's it's weird it's definitely a weird movie but <laughs> i think that it's an interesting thing to think about somebody going in and making this movie and not being afraid to make it weird because like you said, right. like it still worked. It wasn't something that, you know, at the end of it, it may not be a lot of people's favorites, but I think at the end of it, I mean, it was still an entertaining movie and it right. really paved the way for the show. I don't think the show yeah. would be anywhere near where it is if it had not been for Super Trek. 
Right. And especially for some of those key episodes in the middle of the second season that I'm I'm yes. right around right now, the stuff with that focuses really on uh, Tiffany and Glenn and Glenda and, and all that. If you don't know what's going on, if you haven't watched Seed of Chucky and you're just totally in the blind on it this. It doesn't. Yeah, um, it doesn't hit the same at all. No, it doesn't. And that's what that and that's what's kind of fun going back and rewatching all the movies again for this series and then rewatching um like so I had only seen the first season of Chucky um yeah. up until recently. Um and yeah. I just started the second season of that um because it finally is on streaming. Um and uh so now I'm 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 slowly but surely catching up. Like I said, I'm in the middle of season two, so I'm uh I'm I'm getting there taking me a while but i'm getting there and i'm loving again i'm loving the meta aspect of it where we get in the show we've got we've got gina gershon and joe uh joe pantaleone oh and meg God. tilly and everything all that is so great um and then you find out that she actually has jennifer tilly still trapped in the original tiffany doll or yeah, the tiffany cage, at least the tiffany doll in a cage fan mail and writing checks <laughs> <laughs> And playing <laughs> online poker for her. <laughs> so, I'm telling then, you that that episode, the murder mystery dinner episode, is my yes. favorite episode of season two. Oh, it's hilarious! It's so good. It's I so love fun. that they took the time to focus on her and that storyline, rather yeah. than you know, as much as you know, Chucky's the name of the show and everything like that. I feel like Tiffany is just so integral to the whole story that not having a focus on her also um was like especially with like curse and cult like i i love those movies they're both really good but mm -hmm. i think taking her out of them and only putting her barely in them because she's in them but she's only yeah. barely in them and yeah. so taking her out of those kind of like you know is kind of jarring but i like yeah. what they did with that they kind of like went back to the horror roots of it all and everything um while still maintaining that that narrative um but yeah no i think that and and so funny too because you are we've talked about this um i don't know if we've talked about it on the show but you're not a big fan of horror comedy um, no i'm really not <laughs> i i'm so picky and then every episode you've come onto my show for has been we, about horror comedies yeah so. i know but but it's it's funny because like one of the i think one of the biggest things for me is i a lot of times I feel like there are some that are not set up to be honest about the fact that they're horror comedies. So then when I go into them, I'm like annoyed because I'm like, okay, well, I wish that I'd had, cause it's, it's very hard for me as a viewer to go into something, not realizing it's going to be funny, but right. like, you know, like when I went into the werewolf movies, like I knew what those were. So it was much right. easier for me to kind of turn that off you know, and just like watch them right. and enjoy them. And it's the same thing, you know, with this. I mean, and of course, you know, when I was, I was so young when I saw Bride of Chucky, like I didn't have the opinions that I do now on any of that. And so <laughs> right. I was just so much more open-minded to it, you know? And then like, <laughs> like I just recently watched um, WNUF Halloween special. Okay. Everyone, like yes. so many people are talking about this movie. No one told me that it's a gag. Like no one. <laughs> everyone's like oh it's like ghost watch and so i'm going in expecting ghost watch and i watch it and it's like not ghost watch on on pretty much any freaking level and so i was by the end of it i was so angry because it was <laughs> meant to be this like frou-frou silly 
Halloween commercialism thing. And I'm like, okay, well, I didn't sign up for that. <laughs> I signed yeah. up for those watch. And so, but so when things are honest that they're like that, I can, you know, like Renfield, like I went into Renfield ready to laugh and have a good time, you know, but I have yeah. to, be, I have to know that's what I'm going gotcha. into. And yeah. I don't always prioritize them, but I'll give them a chance at least if I know that that's what I'm going into. Like Cabin in the Woods. I didn't know Cabin in the Woods was like that. And so the first time oh. I saw it, I was like, literally at the end, I was like, I don't get it. <laughs> and then, you know, upon a second watch, now it's one of my favorites. I love it. But it's just, yeah. I have to know about it going into it because otherwise okay. Okay. it's just, it it's hard to switch mindsets for me, you know? Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, no, I can, I can understand that. I didn't like WNUF either. Um, I, think i gave it two and a half stars on letterbox because like i said uh, like i said in the review on there because i just looked it up because i was like what did i think of that because uh, i i remembered not really because yeah everybody fucking hypes it up um oh, it's this, so like, annoying great fucking thing and it's just like but that's the thing that kills me like there's so much like i was glad to see i saw you recently said that um you actually liked talk to me um i did because, i did like talk to me yeah because you and i because yeah. you and i know you and i come from the same like kind of uh perspective on that that if a movie is getting super hyped up that mm -hmm. it makes you not want to watch it because so does it's because because so, so many people hype up the weirdest shit that yep i end up not liking um yeah and so it, it's just bizarre when and so but here's my thing if i before people start hyping it up, if I like something, this is why I watch trailers because I know there's some people who just don't watch trailers and they try to go in as blind as possible. I mm -hmm. can't do that. I need to know at least a little bit of the, about the movie so I know if I'm yeah. going to be interested in it. Yeah, I um, I have a hard so, time going in blind. Yeah, so for yeah. like talk to me, I was totally on board because I well yeah I wasn't actually totally on board that one. I was kind of like. Okay, it could be good. I, I don't was know. Like that so too, I was kind of on the yeah. I was like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I hate A24. I'm like, I don't know, guys. I don't your know. hate for A24 is so funny because it's like there are some good movies there. I agree. There's a lot of like a lot of junk on there that I have no desire to watch, yeah. but they have a they have some good stuff. So. Yeah, this one this one was good. Talk to me was good. Yeah. I don't. I will say this, not to sound like myself here, but. I do still think it was a bit overhyped, but I still, I did actually genuinely end up really enjoying it. I wasn't as like right. in love with it. It's not contender for the like movie of the year or anything, but I did really like it. I thought it was really unique and it was, it was pretty wild. So I yeah. And then the other one that um, I just recently saw that people seem to be a bit divided on is the five nights at Freddy's movie. Now this one. Oh yeah. Because I'm a big fan of the games, I wanted to go into this yeah. one blind, and I don't do that often. But I already had the the Willie's Wonderland is on this untouchable <laughs> right. pedestal, right? And so I'm yeah. like, okay, I've seen you talking about these on uh, on Twitter oh, lately. Jesus so Jesus Christ, it's like the one <laughs> I'm I'm telling you, anybody who knows, and you know this about me, I welcome conversations of different opinions on movies. Like right. I genuinely yeah, am like, same. we can talk about these. Things. I don't know if I can do it with. <laughs> Like, I'm reading these opinions and I'm like, no. <laughs> but it's just one of those things. But that one, I, I genuinely, I was like, I'm going to go in really blind to this because I need to not have an expectation. And yeah. it, didn't, it didn't matter. 
But I just, I was like, I need to go into this without knowing anything. And I just felt like I was going to be doing myself a disservice if I continued to see the trailers, if I continued to look at the pictures and read the articles and look at stuff. Like, so I just made myself, and it's so hard yeah. in this space, as you know, someone who's a content creator, oh, yeah. like, it's so difficult to do that, but it's it really hard. Yeah. It still didn't, it still didn't win me over, but it was just one of those things <laughs> that's like, and then there's people who are like, no, this is like movie of the year. And I'm like, Oh like, my god. I don't know. I don't know that that's true. But anyway, so yeah, it's it's yeah. so hard when things are hyped. It's so difficult. Yeah, and see, I'm not a I'm I've never played the games. I don't know much about them. Um yeah. but I'm I'm mildly interested in it. I'll probably watch it um sometime soon on Peacock. I'm not going to go out to the theater to go see it, but No, um, I watch it on Peacock. I would love to hear your opinion after you do specifically yeah. because you're not into the game. Right. And this is what's interesting to me, too. It seems like most people who like the game series have enjoyed the movie um, because I guess it's kind of lore heavy. Um, But yeah, a lot of a lot of Easter eggs and stuff, too. Yeah. Yeah. And so so that's actually surprising that you like the games or you played the games and you didn't care for the movie. Um, This sounds so funny because I don't really know what else to call them. But this is what I've been saying. My new kids. I have two new kids in my life and they are right. 10 and 11 and they're big game. They love the games. They're like those like rabbit hole down the theory, like into yeah. the tubes about like all these things. And so they ate it up. I mean, they ate it up. They absolutely loved it. And I was not going to rain <laughs> on the freight. I'm not that type of adult. Right. I enjoyed it with them. We laughed and talked about stuff. Like it was a great experience. But at the yeah. end of it, like I was telling my partner, I was like, please don't let them watch the video. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't want to ruin that memory. Like, can we not just can you tell them not to <laughs> But you oh, know, man. I do say I say all of that and I, I do mean this. I do like that there's things for people to enjoy. I think my biggest thing is this yeah. was very PG thirteen and I needed it. Oh yeah, yeah. A little further than it. But I'll be curious to see what your thoughts are once Yeah. You yeah. I, I, I'll I'll try to watch it soon. I gotta try to fit it in at some point. But um, but yeah, I I I don't. I like Josh Hutchinson. Um, oh, me too. So I I I have always I've always enjoyed um pretty much anything he's been in, um that I've seen. Um, it's got our, bo- it's but, got our boy Stu in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that. I don't know how big his part is in the movie, but um, uh. Which is again one of those things where, like, like I said, I watch trailers, but I don't watch the clips. That's one of the weird things. Like that, I think that's too much watching of stuff. Um, like if I'm interested in the movie, I'll watch the trailers for it. Um, but I won't watch that. Like, like the week before a new movie comes out, they'll start releasing these two minute clip oh from yeah the, the this movie. I'm like, I'm not watching that. That's that's to me is too spoilery. Um, I want to go into watching the movie. I'll watch the trailer, but I'm not yeah. watching a clip. Um, because I want to watch the whole movie as it comes out. Um, but uh, yeah. but yeah, so that that one, yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm with you on the like the overhype on stuff. Um, it's just it because that, that's happened to me before where I've I've watched something that people hype up so oh, much. Um, and it's and it's the same thing. You have hyped up something so much, and I've watched something. I'm like, I don't, I don't like that so much. Yeah, Sorry. And it's, it works across. <laughs> it works like that for everybody. Yeah. Even, even yeah. people that I have faith in, like people who I like, 
never disagree on movies with. Right. We'll do yeah. something and then I'll watch it and I'll go, I don't even know you anymore. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like and that's and to me that's response. fascinating. <laughs> No, I love that. I love that everybody who can, we can all agree on certain things and there's some stuff we're just going to disagree on. Um, and, and that's what makes it so much fun when you do have these conversations in a lot of ways too, is that you can have those disagreements. Um, but yeah, I'm, I was glad to see that you actually enjoyed talk to me. Cause I know that you had like, you were on the same page with me in the beginning of, about it just being like, Oh, this thing's super hyped up. I don't know if it's going to be any good because it looked mildly interesting to me, but not enough that I was like, oh, I have to go see this. Um, yeah, I felt the same way. I waited. But I, I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was really good. Um, but, yeah. you know, I'm also the kind of person that like Barbarian had gotten super hyped up and I was really afraid of that one. And I really enjoyed that one. Um, oh, yeah, that's I, not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I hated Barbarian. I hated no, that's it. fine. It was the same thing for me. Well, and the thing for me is like, I don't Barbarian, have Barbarian, I can see people not liking. That That one's a weird ass movie. So well, and it for just me, worked it for me. It was more of like, everybody painted it to be the super unique movie. Okay. Oh, and while yeah. I would agree that there are pieces that are unique, this is not a creature design we've never seen before. It's not a <laughs> right. set we have never seen before. There's very few things. And so it was one of these things where it's like, and that's fine. It's fine for movies to be things that we've already seen because at this point it's really difficult to not be. So I don't even mar I don't exactly. have against movies like that. But when it is when it is so overly pushed that it's so wildly different than anything you've ever seen, and I've literally seen all of it, right. and I've seen it done better, I'm like, okay, you guys, like I need y'all to cool it a little bit because <laughs> right? I felt like instead of Barbarian, people needed to be talking more about Don't Worry Darling. That was the one that blew me out of the water last year. See. I like Don't Worry Darling, but it didn't like I I saw it in a bad theater um, that had bad sound in it. So. um, So that kind of tainted it for me. I thought Don't Worry Darling was really good, um, but it didn't didn't I, I need to rewatch it again um, just to, at like at home with my own setup and everything so that I can mm -hmm. kind of get a better feeling for it. Um, but I like that one. But yeah, yeah. But back to Chucky, because <laughs> we got Sorry. wildly off tangent. Well, no, no, that was that was probably my fault, because uh, <laughs> I I do that. <laughs> yeah, and, but, and I'm not going to tell you not to, because I do too. So I'm in. Oh, I, as, as you've seen recently on Twitter, I'm an enabler, <laughs> and yes. so are you. <laughs> so. Exactly. You guys got that one book cover though that I was talking about, right? We definitely did. It's a problem, yes. and I love that. I love that Christy, the the girl that owns the Grim Poppy, was like. She yeah. comments, she's like, see, this is why y'all are my favorite. And I was like, stop it. <laughs> right? Stop it. And then I saw <sighs> the the BOGA thing and I was like, I I said, damn you, damn you. And she said, I love you, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. So definitely uh, enabling on both sides. Yes. I don't stop tangents, <laughs> I just indulge. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, getting back to Chucky. Um <laughs> it's Seed of Chucky is is a lot of fun to me. I love that it. it the funniest thing about it is, is it feels like a John Waters movie, um, and yeah. the fact that they actually included John Waters in the movie is hilarious yeah. to me because it just feels like something he would have done. It feels like a Chucky movie done by John Waters, um, and and that's what's great too is that he wanted to be in the movie. He wanted to be killed by Chucky, so. 
And I just, I, I love when a director is like fun like that. Uh, yeah. So, awesome. and I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a huge John Waters fan. I like a couple of his movies, but th that's about it. I'm, I'm not fully on the Waters bandwagon there. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I think he's, I think he's a, he's an interesting um, and, 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 you know, original person. So yeah. going into that, you know, trying to tell an original story type thing. Um, but yeah. yeah, it's, this one is interesting. Like, so I like the concept of, of them having a kid because yeah. that's what this all re revolves around is yeah. that they have a child now. Uh, this this puppet that was conceived from their um um having sex in bride of chucky bride and you see it at the end of chucky that she gives birth um and then um and then so the whole story revolves around him trying to get back with his mom and dad finding his mom and dad and getting back to them and everything and then them uh corrupting him and then he like splits into these two distinct male and female personalities. And it's very like very cool because it's like for that time period, having something like a trans character mm -hmm. or non-binary character yep. was very original in a lot of ways, especially for a major franchise like this. And so it was really cool to be able to see Mancini, um, Put, be able to put some of this stuff actually in the series um yeah and that's what made it very interesting and fun as much as it's goofy and kind of off-putting at times and everything it it's still it was a, i think ahead of its time in terms of what uh he was trying to do um and, and i think so that's why now like you're talking about like a killer doll that's like horrible like n neither tiffany or chucky are good people and yeah. yet they just they're like okay this is like our kid you know what i mean like they're so yeah. like they're so oddly like okay with whatever with that but they're not great people so it's just an interesting right. thing of like they're terrible people and they kill and they do all these bad things but then like their kid is you know, set up in this story in this way of being non-binary. And they're just kind of like, okay, like they argue back and forth at first, but then like you were saying, when you get to the show, it's just this like acceptance thing. And they don't, they don't care. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter. They, 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 um, they gender them correctly. They, they use the correct pronouns. Like there's never this, like, it's not one of those things where you get the, the parents that are like non, I just think it's an interesting thing for the serial yeah. killer possessed doll to be like, yeah, my kid's non-binary. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting. No. <laughs> yeah and that's what's great about it like because even in seat of chucky that you know the, he he's trying to he you know chucky's more about oh he's a boy he's glenn and she's like no he, she's glenda um there is that kind of back and forth but ultimately when it comes down to it neither one of them is that overly concerned about it like towards the right. end of the movie and everything like that they're not they just want glenn or glenda to be themselves you know whoever Whichever they want to be is. Yeah. Yeah. And so they fully accept. And so um, but I also love how this movie takes this <laughs> this whole thing that we had Tiffany transfer her essence into the doll uh in, in the in Bride of Chucky, but now we have her transferring it back out of the doll into Jennifer Tilly. Mm -hmm. Um which was like so good and so perfect. 
in so many ways because then you have this transformation of Jennifer Tilly Tilly into Tiffany. You know, she changes her hair and you know her mannerisms to a degree and everything, but yeah. nobody is wise to it for decades now. <laughs> That yeah. even the, her closest friends, which she's kind of pushed away a little bit, yep. but you know, at least in terms of the movie, um, you know, the movie universe, this alternate reality version, um, yeah, she's yeah. you know, but in this version, she's Jennifer Tilly and she's been, um, just pretending to be her this whole time. And I love the little references and everything, um, that come up later in the in the in the um in the uh in the tv series because um at one point um what is it somebody says she's running out of the simpsons money which is a because uh, i i looked oh. it up i was looking up jennifer tilly's like you know life and stuff like that and she actually makes money off of um residuals off of the simpsons from um being in a relationship with one of the guys who cre- helped create the simpsons so yeah cause um, they don't they they even touch on like her family guy yeah, she did voice her. Her, her voice guy. with Bonnie on Family Guy. Yeah. They even like touch on that too. Yeah, so I love that they have these kind of like references to that. But it wasn't even her. It wasn't Tiffany doing the voice this whole time. Like they could have played it off like she was pretending, but really it was in that one episode you find out that it was actually um, Jennifer Tilly's still stuck in the Tiffany doll. She was doing the the voice work from the cage or whatever so oh my god hilarious it's so funny um yeah. so that's what i love about like the, you know uh, so much of what this movie set up finally gets paid off in big ways uh in the in this second season uh yeah so. but, yeah i totally agree and i i was really really late to the show i um i literally just because i think we talked about the fact that it wasn't on anything like yeah it was, and then it finally like the first season showed up on shutter and i was like oh finally right. But it said and two then, seasons because we were having this discussion because we were both yeah, confused because it was supposed to be both seasons and then it wasn't there. It wasn't anywhere. Nowhere had the second season strange. until a month before the third. Yeah, because the first season came out literally like they didn't do it like the like how they're doing with the third season. The third season currently is um, the day after it comes out on Sci-Fi in USA, it will it drops on Peacock. On Peacock, well, yeah. They didn't do that the first season. The first season, they did it all through Sci-Fi USA the whole season. And then the day after the finale ended, they dropped the whole series onto Peacock. Well, I yeah, thought I they were going to do the same thing with the second season, but they didn't. They didn't drop it on Peacock until about a month before the third season was yeah, about it was, to come out. And it was literally like perfect timing because I had, it took me a while to finish the first season because shows are a time suck for me. It's very hard. Yeah. So I got around to finally watching the first season, watched all of that, and then... Like on my birthday, the second season dropped on Peacock and I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> and then I literally finished it just in time to wait, like what, maybe a week before the new season came out. And then, yeah. you know, now and it's I'm still not done. Days. Yeah, I'm still well, not done because I'm always having. But, yeah, I've got time, but I yeah. it just it's so funny because I'm like, I never have time for anything. I'm always watching movies for oh, the show. Yeah, and I so I never have time to just watch something like extra. Um, with everything else that's going on in my life, work and family and everything I, else. Yeah. So it's just like Sh- shows are shows are a really difficult thing for me to commit to. Um, I just really made this one work because yeah. I wanted to see it. And now it like the third season, you get four episodes and then they're on a break until next year. So we'll see. But yeah, 
yeah, I was late to it, but it is it. You're right though. All the all of that craziness from Bride and especially Seed all comes back finally full circle in the show, yeah. and um, it definitely helps drive what is making the show so good. I think. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's what's uh, ultimately like that embrace of the campy aspects of it that they did with Bride and especially in Seed that um that that campy aspect really helps push it because they are also not shying away from the more horror aspects of it as well like that that's what makes it work so well is that they're balancing it in such a good way every episode is just balanced very well um and it just yeah it just continues to work yeah yeah no i totally agree but yeah no i i you know there's so much fun these two movies are so much fun they're they're goofy and silly and weird in so many ways um over the top um but so much fun and i love that in so many ways that seed of chucky just kind of really ignored a lot of the human (laughs) aspects it's just tiffany chucky glenn and them terrorizing jennifer tilly um that you know all of that and then just everything else surrounding her um and it's interesting too because the 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 person who ran the effects company for um that did the chucky dolls in the first four movies um Mm -hmm. this is he it was kind of a casualty of them not having money uh for seed of chucky was that they couldn't afford him again and so this person and and if anybody's watched it and you should go watch this um it's a documentary on a screen box uh called um uh, living with chucky and uh it's it's a really good um documentary about uh the chucky franchise and about you know the 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 people who were all involved with it um and the kind of the family members who were part of it um yeah and so they 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 weren't able to um have the same person from the first four movies but the the new one tony gardner came in and he um he's been with them ever since he's still the um the guy on the show as well um, but it's funny he played himself in Seed of Chucky um, and gets his head cut off and everything. Guy. So yeah, yeah. And so it's great that not only did he come in to um, be a part of this whole franchise, um, he got to be like literally part of the movie as well, and you know has just been with them. And it actually, um, uh. I think it was his daughter who was the one. Yeah, it's his daughter who directed Living with Chucky. So, no, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, no, it's this is this is a very fun franchise. It's always fun to revisit it. Um, and yeah. I love that thirty-five years later, it's going strong, if not stronger than it ever has. Oh my! You gosh, think yeah. about like the horror icons that are still going. Mm-hmm. Um, not many of them are. We haven't gotten a, a, a Freddy movie in a long time. The the remake was wasn't good. Um, it wasn't great. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't great in any way. It didn't it help. Still, like that was going. thirteen years ago. Yeah, and then um, you know, Friday the Thirteenth was like you know even longer than that 2009 so what 14 years ago yeah. um, well, we're getting the show for friday the 13th eventually but it hasn't come out yeah yeah, yeah. And we'll see what happens with that because the guy who's supposed to be show running it has just had allegations against him uh, of sexual misconduct so we'll see how that goes um yeah yeah um but yeah when you think about stuff that's still going strong um that the fact that chucky is 
probably even more popular now than he's ever been yeah. um, is just a testament to Don Mancini um, and the producer, David Kirshner, who's been there from the very beginning as well. And everybody who's been involved in, in, in all of it since then um, is just, it's been great. And th- especially the fact that we still get um, Alex Vincent coming back as uh, Andy Barkley and Christina Lee's coming back as Kyle, yeah. you know, you have these yeah. legacy characters who are still involved with it. And it's just, it's so much fun to see them um, still having a lot of fun and, and being a part of the whole, the, the whole storyline. Yeah. That has been really great. I totally agree. Yeah. Uh, but that's about all I have to say for it. Uh, do you have anything else that uh, you wanted to mention that we haven't yet? I don't think so. I think we covered all the important stuff. <laughs> all right. Well, why don't you let people know where they can find you online? Um, yeah, so I'm on everything. Um, usually if you look up Voices from the Mausoleum, you can find me. Um, Voices from the Mausoleum is my YouTube and Instagram. Twitter is from Mausoleum. Blue Sky is from Mausoleum. I think TikTok is also, or TikTok's Voices FTM. And I'm on Facebook, but I never use it. But I'm on everywhere. Yeah. And then uh, I have a website. It's just VoicesFTM.com. Awesome. I definitely go give her a YouTube, a, a, a look. Uh, she puts out lots of, lots of videos every week. Um, <laughs> um, so much. I can't even keep up with them. Um, I don't keep, I can't keep up with it either. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right. But yeah, no, it's a, it's a lot of fun. Uh, she talks to a lot of people has, has a lot of great stuff on there. Uh, I've been on there a time or two as well. So, yeah. 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 So, all right. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, yeah, it's it's always so a lot of fun getting me. a chance. To, yeah. Oh, it's always a lot of fun getting a chance to talk to you about anything. Yeah. So, yeah. I all right. Okay. Well, uh, that's all I got. So we'll talk to you next time. Thanks again to Angel for joining me. On Friday, Jason LeBlanc joins me to talk about Ant-Man and the Wasp. And on Monday, Amber Knapp returns to complete the Chucky series with Curse of Chucky and Cult of Chucky. Thanks for listening. Creepy and Geeky is a part of the Morbidly Beautiful Podcast Network. Please check out morbidlybeautiful.com slash podcasts for more great shows. If you like what you've heard, please consider giving the show five stars and a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Also, please share the podcast on social media to help spread the word. Make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app or at creepyandgeeky.com. Music for the podcast is Gratitude, composed by Jerry Smith. You can follow the podcast on social media at Creepy and Geeky on both Twitter and Instagram. If you'd like to follow me, I'm GeekThulu on Twitter and Blue Sky, and Geek.Thulu on Instagram. You can support the podcast by ordering teas and more on TeePublic or by donating to the coffee page. All of the links are in the show notes. Finally, don't forget, stay creepy.